Okay, um, was this started after the Iron Curtain came down? Yes. Great. Yes. By one man? No, no, no. Um, well, as I told you, the, the very idea of say came from Dieter Doom already 10 years before the curtain fell down. Uh, the fall of the wall was sort of a historic chance to really get the site we were looking for already a couple of years before but more briefly we not not really intense and it has been a network of about 200 people 200 300 people in central europe mainly germans couple of Austria, Austrian and Swiss people also, so German-speaking Europe, you could say, which lived in different groups in different cities, about more than a dozen cities had little groups, and they were linked with this idea of creating SAG, and they supported the idea, and when the curtain fell down, we knew there was a historic chance to get a site of this size for not so much money because nobody of us has had big sums of money. And then we brought it straightforward into reality and still it, it lasted for a year, the searching for the place and finding and dealing with treaties and so. So, what so was it was quite, it was a communal work of a couple of hundred people altogether. What was the primary reason for starting this? What was the, the most important ideas? The primary reason? One could say there has been a very intense community or commune in the early, so in the late 80s and early, uh, late 70s and early 80s called Bauhütte. That was the name of this project. And they made new and very exciting and very energizing experience with new patterns of living together, living with the children, living as couples or with all three love things and so on. And, um, but they were very separated or after, after three years they separated, divided into different groups. They, that was sort of a reality check. We had, they had to earn money. It was, it was, a time we call the diaspora of the tech idea with about a dozen different groups and it was a test of this strong social experience of those late 80s was strong enough to real set into practices idea of tech that has been created 10 years ago already so um, the main idea was to come together again and to have more of this intense and lucky experience of really have a trustful and intense community and friendship between the people, between men and women and men and men and women and women. It was a very exciting, very intense time. And we mobilized quite a lot of energy to bring this into practice. We had to, to, to build up the limited and had to give money and earn money. Nobody of us had, or very few people had really money. So getting the money together was one of the central targets in the first years, or still is. Um, yes, that was the main idea that brought us together. And always we had a, we had a pamphlet, um, 
blood in leaflet cause uh, uh, again I forgot the, 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 the was entitled and uh, the, it brought into a few words the uh, main intense intent but I, I forgot the name in the words yeah um, it, it always had to do with something this double uh, double side of work with the inner center of humans with the psychological things and the outer world, the ecological. So ecology, ecology and psychology is like the two sides of a coin. So presumably, mm -hmm. Dieter, mm -hmm. the man, what's his last name, please? Yes, Doom. Doom. Dieter Doom. Doom. Yeah. Dieter Doom. Doom M. D-U-H-M. So he and others were dissatisfied about society right. in general. Right. I'll show you one of the books okay. which has brought me to this project. Really? You yeah. read this and you came to a project? Yes. Okay, this is a yellow book, Der Mensch ist anders. Yeah, the Mensch, the, the man, man is different. Okay, so he's a philosopher. He, well, he is, for his profession is a, is a um, has a doctor's degree in sociology and um, master of arts in psychology and has studied arts arts history so this is three professions he got and it's named it has a very long subtitle um, I can't translate it Going back of uh, important content of a holistic theory of revolution and befreiung. Uh, Critic critics at Marxism and uh, oh, it's interesting. It's really hard to translate. Beiträge zur Korrektur. Um, Correct. Uh, okay. Well, I, I apologize for being so yeah, direct, yeah, George. Yeah, I want yeah, to get yeah, to the very yeah, core yeah, yeah, of yeah. what this is about. Yeah. So Dieter wanted to start a, not necessarily a, well, did he want to start a new society? He, want, he wanted to give an example to, to, to real, establish an example which could show how society could live and behave otherwise than normal. Okay, I, yes. so after 30 years, yes. what is happening now? Are there more people living in his way? Yes. yes. And then eventually what will happen? Will he, is he hoping that tens of thousands of people will adopt his way of thinking? Not necessarily adopt his. I mean, he doesn't play a really important role anymore. But in the 90s, the community scenery, the intentional community scenery was very weak, very, very uh, small. And right now it's hundreds and thousands of intentional communities worldwide. It's a big network. We are part and we are founding part of the GEN. That means a global eco-village network. And so it's really all over the world. Intentional communities 
that are sort of focus what so to, to bring new things into society which where, where people look at where and it I would say it works in very different levels and Dieter Doom is one of the well he was an import, important person in the 90s in 70s and 80s regarding this this uh, this matter he was what we call in German the um, Alternative Bewegung, Alternative Movement, yeah. So many of his ideas are applied in the GEN network now. I wouldn't personalize it that much. It's not really him. I mean, he is a very special person. He has his shadows and his bright sides. And I couldn't say they adapted. It was, it was somehow, it was a move of the time also. It was an alternative movie becoming strong. It was the ecology movement becoming strong in those days. And something has established now, right now is a time where um, not very often, but still often enough or quite often people from normal society are looking at the at the sustainable community, at the intentional communities to look how do you deal with things, how do you deal with the problem of people leaving the, the landscape, the, the, the rural areas for instance. I mean we, here, we live here in an area where after GDR collapsed many many people moved to the west. It, it, it villages and uh, towns and villages were somewhat deserted, people fled out, especially young and good educated people. And the establishment of CEC or the establishing CEC here was one little but one part that brought back people here. CEC now is in the middle of a local network of about thousand people that are somehow related to CEC. It is well known that this area, for Fleming it is called, is somehow a, a center of alternative living, of alternative enterprises, small ones mainly, of um, associations which deal with arts, which deal with uh, fleeing people right now. We have quite a lot of them here, which, which deal otherwise with, with a question of war, with try to influence uh, local politics in order to establish more basic democratic structures and many things like that. So it has had an impact and Belzig for instance or the region here is one region where people are coming back. They, they are growing and that's there are some other areas too but uh, it has been noticed that here okay here must be something which is, attracts people very different from uh, similar uh, cities or small uh, villages, or I don't know if you call Belzig a city, it's, it's 10,000 inhabitants, it is a district area, a capital, so it's something, and there are other comparable cities in the surrounding, Treuenbrietzen or Nimek, uh, where this is not the case, which where the local authorities has to deal very much with the problem of people going, going off, leaving to the city. Berlin is quite attractive for sure. Mm. George, yeah. yes. I'm sorry. Yeah. Could you tell me the primary values of what this 
place stands for. Yes. So how do you implement what you were teaching? So there's two questions, right? The primary values. We really established a hierarchy of values which are important for our community, which we are heading to fulfill somehow. Or not somehow, but we are heading to fulfill. And the primary, primary value is love. It's really on the topic. And not in a sexual way, but in a holistic way. And then is um, the second level is, oh, I have to look if I really get them all. Um, connectiveness with the living systems around us and caring for them. And community. Community, we think, is a value. Something that is bigger than just the family bonds. And then comes the third level, so it's it's like a, a triangle, yeah? so love, so on, then, then for, for the, um, more, it's um, experiment, so experiment is a value for us in the order that we try things and uh, evaluate if they work out or not, and retry, and so it's the whole system is always in change and something some things established quite a lot and some things are history and we are always trying to improve the system. Very good. So, so in 30 years, what yeah. have you found works the best? We started, for instance, on the, on the level of decision-making in the community, which is always a target. Um, we started with, uh, well, the, in the very beginning, it was quite a hierarchical system where Dieter Doom played a bit important role. But then he went to Tamara, it was 95. And then we had a period of about 10 years where we had a very basic democrat, democracy, basic democracy. We, every important decision has been made in the plenary of, say, 50 people, which met at least twice a week. So it was quite time consuming. It worked out. It, it, was, it was very equal. And then about 2009 we started to to differentiate the system and we adapted a system that is called sociocratie sociocratie or first holacracy holacracy to somehow bring a little bit more of hierarchy in the decision making that's a, that is a smaller circles that do the decision making well, it's a complex thing uh, to explain in short. Anyway, we, I think we have found a very um, functioning system of decision making where everybody is a part of, so there's no bossing and decision making over the heads of the people. On the one hand, on, on the other hand, we don't uh, invest too much time in never lasting, uh, everlasting discussions with everybody and everybody can complain about and then it goes bad and it starts again but um, yeah that's one thing I think we are proud of which we, we didn't invent that we adopted it others invented it but we yeah we we adapted us to our needs and that works well out a second thing that for us is very important is that in the community is 
transparency and trust. And in order to establish that, that needs of certain for forms of social interaction. And we establish something that we call the forum, the ZAC forum, also because forum is a notion that is we find everywhere. Um, that is a form of interaction that has as aim mainly the transparency in a group, not decision making, but bringing about clarity of the sometimes also the hidden aims or the hidden agenda. Yes, perhaps you have a, a front line of things you are, you talk about, and sometimes there is something in behind that you try more to hide and to bring transparency into that matter. The for, forum form means there's a circle. I just came out of one uh, in this meeting I was. So there's a form is that the group of people is about between 10 and 30, 40 people sitting in a circle. And there's one or two forum leaders that has the authority and the trust to really lead people. And they give a give a give trust a little bit in advance uh, uh, miss the word. anyway and whoever has any topic he wants to bring more clarity about steps into the middle he doesn't speak from the from the edge. line from the edge but steps into the middle and has the freedom to move freely as he or she wants express the whole body language and the audience is listening and looking carefully, also looking at the body language, for instance, and trying to feel into the hidden agenda. And then, after the person has finished, it's about between 10 minutes and 20 minutes, maybe, that's very different. There's an applause in order to honor the, the, the courage to step into the middle. And then there is feedback from the participants of the edge who step also into the middle and give their feedback. What's, what did you see? What did you think? What does it, what did it, how did it touch you, what you heard? So this ZAC forum is one thing we sort of, we, we educate people, we trained people leading that. It needs a little bit of, it needs some, quite some practice to really, in a good manner, lead these things because you have to train your intuitive, Intuition, intuition, yes. yeah. Yes. Because yeah, there's this, this subtle uh, notions you have to. Ah, yeah. So it's very interesting. That's established in the course of the years. So. So as I, I would add a third thing, a last thing, which uh, so, which we um, learned in the course of the. We we always try to say suck knowledge from others we invite very often interesting people to our camps and so on we learn from them there's one guy is Lindsay Callahan an Englishman or American he, is, yeah. he was often with us and he uh, he led our focus to the feelings he has written one book I have it also there the, the power of conscious feeling it's, uh, so he trained the community for a couple of years 
nearly once he came here and he led our intense times. And so there's very much more knowledge about how to use our feelings as a source of power and clarity and really examine what are the feelings to have it briefly. So could yeah. you go over, you said you have three main points. Could yes. you go over them again, mm. one after the other, very quickly? Just the Decision-making forum for personal and communal transparency and getting clarity about your and the other person's feelings and use them as a source of power. Very good. Is this a method for how people can live together always and every aspect of life? Is this, is this so I wouldn't say that. No. At least not, uh, we, we don't think we are a model in, in, the, uh, in the way that everybody should live in big communities like ours. There are, of course, there are certain disadvantages. We, I think the principles I told about, that they are adaptable for everybody. That transparency, even in families, is very necessary. But living in such a big community, it, cause, it, it causes quite a lot of stress also, because there is always too much. What I do you mean, mean, too much? Too much of what? Too much of contact, of problems, of uh, communication needs, of... Well, for, for some people it is stress. Not, not for many. Um, me, for, for instance, I'm not stressed about very little, but uh, it is not, it's not the right thing for everybody. Many people need smaller structures, smaller communities. Ours is quite big. Okay, so are you saying that what the, the theories that you generate, are they causing problems because there's too much thinking? No, 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 it's not too much thinking. Thinking is very good. It's just the complexity. The complexity oh. of this thing. We are, we are a very, very complex structure. We have ju right now we have a new guy in our financials uh, board um, and he is really uh, he is st stuck by how complex this thing is just on the level, uh, level of administration and uh, how, how, how you deal with the authorities regarding the taxes and so it's, uh, on. Very many, in many aspects it's quite a complex system here. And for some people that's overwhelming and too much and others can deal very easy or not very easy, but can deal with it. And so so I, I'm, I'm still trying yeah, to understand yeah, from yeah, a point of view yeah. of a listener mm -hmm. who doesn't know anything at all. So you are generating ideas that can be applied to small communities of people yes. so that they can work better in the future. Yes, right. And what is the end result? If you can do this really well, what is the outcome at the end? If you've got a small community of people mm. living well under these ideas, yes. what happens in the future? Everybody is working very well together and there is I peace think. and love. I mean, that's, that's what we do. We are supporting and featuring, fostering other smaller communities, many hundreds, I think, in the, in the course of the years. We often don't know really, we don't have very strong bonds to them anymore. Some we, we, we give them a start, we support the start, and with some we have it's very strong bonds. With others, somehow they diminish. Uh, yes, I think we, we have fostered many like-minded communities to get into existence. Smaller ones and big ones, 
big money. Yeah, we have a certain impact, and there are others to do the same things. Uh, we are not the least, uh, the only ones. But we are, yeah, we could say uh, we are an important part of this network. So this is about the last decades, I would say. Right now, as I told you a couple of minutes ago, uh, it starts that society looks more at us. So it's more, in the first years it was establishing a, a, a scenery of alternative living. Uh, there were many projects that failed in the first years. And now there are, well, still projects fail, but not as many. I think there's a, there's a big deal of knowledge that has been gained in the recent decades. And so it's interesting that communal authorities start looking at us. How do you do that? I don't know where that leads to. I mean, there are many, many obstacles to, to overcome. But it could be uh, possibly for future that their link, especially on the rural areas with, with, the, with the local authorities, become stronger. We are quite good friends with the, with the mayor of the city here. Yeah, well, let's, let's say some people of us at least. And that has been almost impossible 30 years ago. And there, there was quite a not, not really good. So this yeah. is specifically about looking at how communities can best work Yes, well, on the, in on the, the human on the human level, on the level of of communication, of not being hostile to each other, of not not having this subtle psycho wars, is one level. Of course, on the ecological level too. But there, well, uh, now many things are has become quite normal. Where we have been the pioneers twenty years ago. So this wood chip heating and plant uh, irrigation and um, wastewater systems we have, and we have the, the, a couple of things of this, of this kind. Well, I saw those at Tamara. Yeah. You have technology. Yeah. Yes, we have so, so, solar cooking yes. and different uh, technology. Solar cooking we have not, but we have many solar panels, and we have a, mm. we have a CO two carbon 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 oxygen. That's right, right yeah, carbon oxygen. Bilance. Uh, we, we have uh, now almost 100% renewable energies in our play side. So would you say yeah. for a community mm -hmm. starting up that they mm -hmm. should look at your system as a way to work well? Because they, yes, they should, they should not, not, in, not to be in the same falls. It's not, we are the, the uh, firehouse, how's the Leuchtturm? Um, what do you call this tower at seaside where the flashlights? Oh, a lighthouse. Lighthouse. A beacon. Yeah, beacon. So that's maybe for some we are, for others we are not. I don't know. It is worse by looking at us for and many people too. I mean, many people show up here and say, "I'd like to 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 create a community. I don't want to live just with my my wife, my children. I need something bigger. We call it the the uh, community of the, the second second." Second tier, tier, zweite Gemeinschaft, zweite Ordnung. Mm. There has, 
which which in in old in old years was more the the the, the ghost family the bigger family the the aunts and grandfathers and mm. children I think it, it needs a bigger system it's in the cities and so many people just living alone it's ecological in a, a catastrophe it's children just being everywhere and people are you are a social being I mean, as as men we are uh, social beings we need to interact we need to have colleagues and friends and so on. George, yeah. I know you said yeah. this is very complex, yeah. but for the sake of people yeah. listening, yeah. could you give an example of how this works so well? How do you get all these people to work together to make it yes. positive? Um, common aims, uh, aims, targets, yeah. A strong idea, what you are heading to, and trust and friendship between the participants and the methods and middle uh, yeah, to, to gain that, I would say. And God's aid, even if we are not religious, we are somehow we are, we, are, we don't have follow any specific religion, but we accept and acknowledge that there is something bigger, call it in heaven, call it elsewhere, in, in earth or in nature, but there has to be something that transcends your ego thinking. Yeah. So yeah. Well, I went to Tamara yeah. and I made a good interview with a woman journalist yeah. there, yeah. and at the end I said, forgive me, but I have to ask about free love because Tamara is well known yeah. for this. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, I would like to ask you about that, but not at the end of the interview. I want it to be a, a main yeah. part of the yeah. question because the thing is, we're all here because humans, like animals, breed to continue the species, yes. and sex is a massive part of life. Yes, right. So when you say free love, that does include sex. Yes. Um, and it's a, a natural part of our desires. How is that? a part of what happens here i mean we, we come from a from a history this has been dominated by very narrow moral structures whereby church that condemned everything which every sexuality that it doesn't lead to a concept conception yeah. so it's part of our history and especially in the, in the 80s and the 90s there has been a lot of struggle from the f uh, women's uh, women's lip uh, movement and from different movements to overcome these these very narrow moral structures that there has a great deal of work already done i would say also this whole mis uh, sexual abuse thing is is connected somehow with this narrowness with this oppressed oppressed desires and so and I would say we are part of this movement and our focus I mean, on free love is has it has been a little bit over exaggerated by the press so if you read the media about sex it is very much focused on that is has never been that much focus but nevertheless it was always and still is an important thing in the meaning that we just want to liberate people to express their sexual belongings as they are and acknowledge that they are what they are, whatever it is. And there are monogamous 
couples that really swear on monogamy and are happy with each other. And it's very fine. And there are there are others that are in the mood of really exploring this world of sensuality and sexuality and they they need more openness and there is no family bound uh, family uh, thing at the start uh, but it's just exploring and uh, enjoying it and it is okay it is, uh, it is as as long as you don't don't hurt everything and everything is in consensus with the partners that are involved and we go for that and it feels for people who come really like a, a release. I may, I, I can show up as I am. What comes in the recent years comes this whole thing of queerness and homosexuality hasn't played a very important role in the beginning, but right now it's as in society, it's quite up, up on the top of our, of our agenda. Even the transsexual as a sexual identity or as a gender identities questions. I would say it's a, it's a labora laboratory of um, experimenting who am I really and that needs sometimes just dipping into so, uh, diving into things even if you if it, if you come out out with okay that's not really mine but I have it from experience I don't have it because my parents said it's nothing for you is it understandable understandable very good thank yeah. you basically it's so that people can be free and don't have to feel repressed within the constraints yes. of society and can do whatever they want so and it's one, liberating yes and one important part but also the connection between violence and oppressed sexuality i mean there is a lot of research done on this field we we referred quite a lot to William Wright in the early years and that's, that's an important source of knowledge I think he examined that very very clearly and I mean if you really look in the world I mean uh, Ukraine this this much a style of warfare uh, is yeah, it is linked to a, s a certain picture of masculinity that is so it's so uh, because of a rape that is happening yeah, that's rape yeah, also, as a, they're still in, in the, I mean, I would say in Germany, we are quite advanced in this whole path. As I told you, I will go to Africa. I know that there are many things that are very much suppressed. As a, all the lesbian, gay movement things are very, very suppressed. All this, this uh, circumcision of clitoris, uh, it's, it's in the, looking the world picture, there's quite a lot still to do. And we here, we are advanced and nevertheless, we try to give an, to, to push this thing a little bit more forward so that young people can can be brought up without this this terrible anxiety and oppressed by moral instructions and uh, restrictions that even our generation has to have deal with that. I understand. Thank you very much. Is the idea for getting people to work together, do you, are you concerned with things about capitalism? Do you want to get away from capitalism or oh. you do, do you just accept it and still include it in your ideas? It's difficult for me to answer in this respect for the whole community but because there are quite different thoughts uh, about capitalism. My, me personally, I think we... I didn't find anything else. I mean, there has been communism and socialism that failed so, so complex, so, so completely. 
and for me capitalism still is a very very flexible system that is that is dominant all over the world and i don't want to go back to free capitalist times it is not it, it doesn't work really i in that case we we are part of capitalism we have our business we have to gain money we pay taxes and all that for me this uh, anti-capitalist attitude is a little bit it's not mine so I, I can say I want to change capitalism into a in a way that doesn't ruin nature as it does that doesn't ruin people as it does and, and explore, exploit them uh, and it has very very bad sides of course but it has bright sides also it has brought mankind quite a lot of forward I would say and hunger has diminished uh, poverty has diminished and so there so it's a very complex thing. We are not really, we couldn't say we are an anti-capitalist project, even if quite a lot of people would claim that we are. But I think it's more in theory or it's more uh, what's in the brain. I, I don't know. Yes. So you would uh, answer this question completely different. No, it's interesting. Mm. Perhaps it's not the main focus of a point of a theory behind what is happening here yeah. because you cannot change capitalism easily so you just yeah. accept it yeah but you can change i think you can change you can be you cannot change but you can be part of a change that has to be made and that is on on, on the way also since many years i mean we we are proud of being part of movements that exist even if we wouldn't exist but we give a little impact and we give a little notion in this or that direction and yeah, me personally, I'm I'm proud to have have this little impact into what happens, and I would say we as a community have that also. But that's that's all. I mean, we we, we shouldn't be um, too. Uh, I don't know. There's a notion I forgot. Arrogant. Arrogant. Yeah. Or hypocrite. Hypocrite. Yeah. Hypocrite. Hypocrites. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There is always a little, little attention, uh, there's a little temptation of being hypocrites for people who know who are, they are on the right side of, the, uh, of everything. And so we have to be very um, bescheiden. Um, I knew this word. Humble. Humble, right. Yeah, demütig. Humbleness is, I think, it's a, it's a, something we should look for. So the answers are for people to come together to work with love and for peace, not to have a hierarchy, but to work together. I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't say not to have a hierarchy. We we are dealing quite a lot with hierarchy. Mm. We think hierarchy is not bad as it. They are bad. There, there's this, this old style hierarchies of the alpha ones bossing their the people lower down. People yeah, down. That's not the high. But still, we also go into the wrong direction if we try to ignore hierarchy or to to get it out because hierarchy exists. It's a normal thing in in animal life or everywhere in in human life. Also, there are people that are brighter that are cleverer that there that, that could be really positive authorities and we try to 
yeah, to keep it in a balance that we accept that are people that there are people who are somehow leading figures. We have I am a leader of my uh, my compartment. My, for instance, I am leading the the construction uh, construction work department here. And they are so, so we often often ask okay that in this project who is leading it as normal in Germany in this society in the former years we would say no everybody is is in charge of leading it together and it didn't really work out and we are quite peaceful with we try to to support people also or to educate people being a good leader so we don't we are not against leadership. That's about hierarchy, but it still is very flat, and you you have you don't have any or have very very little um, privileges privileges from being more on the top of the hierarchy. I, I hear I have one of the biggest rooms here. I mean, as uh, most people have half of this room, but I'm here since, since thirty years and. Okay, I started with with eight square meters and went up to twelve. It's not it's not a, ru a, a rule, is it? Yeah. But somehow I know. Okay, I have this big and nice room with four windows. Uh, if somebody comes new, he wouldn't get this so easily. So that's a little bit I'm I came up in the hierarchy. It's fine, but that's the only privilege I have. It's not even a, a somehow written privilege. We, we pay almost the same for everybody. That's one important topic. So the hierarchy that exists is very flat and has to be has to do most of all with responsibility. So responsibility and leading is very strongly linked. So this is basically about groups of people working well together yes. in society. What are the biggest? Um, what are the biggest successes that you've seen in your 30 years? Are there any things that stand out, one or two things that you're really proud of, that you think really made a difference? Sure. One thing I would say is that we overcame the prejudices of society, the bad press we had in the early years, that we have this impact into the surrounding region. Um, How did you do that? What happened? It has been a long lasting Dickbrettbohren, it's a German notion phrase. So you have a quite big uh, piece of wood and you have to drill it and you it takes quite a time to get through so yes you keep on doing always the same thing if there is success or not and in the end you feel okay you had success but sometimes you don't even feel that there is any success yeah? we did that and somehow it changed huh? and in personal friendships personal always uh, going to the people and yeah, we somehow succeeded with that and yeah, I'm proud of that. This this place is a be really beautiful place that we succeeded bringing nature back. There are so many birds here. We we, we a couple of years ago there we we had uh, administrative work to to be able to build new new buildings here. So that everything was scanned. Uh, wildlife and birds and bugs and so on. 
and it has been proven that this it's much more species here than the surrounding fields and that is intentional i mean we we worked for that and we worked for having uh, having a soil that is more fruitful more more healthy than, than the, the fields and the surrounding so on the ecological level we reached quite a lot even if we face this, this problem of drought and as everybody here and maybe we ask a little bit less because we cared quite long time ago already where nobody cared about it i mean now it's everybody in the new, everywhere in the newspapers but now hasn't been the case 15 years ago but has been a topic here so i'm proud that we declared problems that exist in society quite early earlier than others not earlier i mean everybody not everybody many people right we are not the only ones always i have to underline that, that we don't think we are the ones and they, will, they don't don't get it but we are amongst some those that uh, clearly pointed there is a problem with the carbon oxygen for instance we we, we we claim that our wood chips uh, heating system is uh, carbon oxygen neutral already t t 30 years ago when we established this uh, this uh, machinery here this plant so in the future i'm interested yeah. in starting a community yeah. and friends of mine are also interested yes. so you would recommend that we adopt your theory no no are you i i never would recommend that you adopt our theory i would adopt or any other any theory you have to you have to build your own thing but you can i don't think it works out to adopt anything really in face oh that works good i try to copy it and place it there we are quite successful i think because we are open for many things and we you could say we, we, we suck for new energy uh, for new information and uh, sort out what fits for us and what not and that's uh, that's a very creative process so i would uh, recommend that you look for uh, you do already for many communities and and look what what fits for you what 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 has a taste uh, um, a flare of wow uh, there it goes and then you try and then you fail and then you try again and then you uh, adapt and then you uh, somehow it works out or not maybe i mean we saw many communities failing also so, so when there are not seminars here when you are not doing courses yeah, yeah. what is an average day like here what are people doing it's um not really uh, it's interesting uh it's very very different i mean i know this because in our department of the construction workers no for us we i can say my life as my my average life we, we i have a quite a normal life we it starts for construction work and starts late we have at nine o'clock we have a circle in the morning every worker of the day and that's between five and fifteen people sometimes if you, if you help us they come there so we have a little circle, we have a little moment where the bell is rung and we, go, and we have a little bit moment of silence, there's a poem or any little text read by the leader, the, the ritual leader, that's something very short, but we do it since more than five years daily, every day, except the weekend. So, and then everybody's, then it is around, everybody says what he or she 
does, what's the work, the aim, the target, and some, sometimes people say, I don't know yet, is there any need for help, and then uh, others, I need a helper for this or that, and so that you combine them. It's very short normally, it's 10 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes is round, and then everybody spreads away. And in the week, uh, in the Mondays, we have a little different form. We meet and everybody tells about his or her weekend. The main, the most interesting experiences. So that takes a while, it takes about half an hour. So we work starts later and we get an idea about our colleagues and friends. And for me, it is really astonishing how different we our weekends were. Except sometimes if there are communi community events which attract many people. So it, it occurs that half of the people say I was at the end tense time or I was at the party with Achim or I, so it's, but normally it, it is very, very different. Even on the place, even the people, also many people go to Berlin or to visit friends elsewhere. So there's, it's, we are very, we like traveling also. No? But even those who stay in this place, the one says I was had the evening in our blue saloon, the erotics uh, event, something. Others say I relax with my wife or my family. Others say I had really to do an important construction work with my house, uh, something the shelves, uh, repairing the shelves or whatever. A third uh, says I, uh, I had uh, became was visited by my parents or my children or whatever. So it's a real conflict. I'm always somehow I'm happy how complex and different this community of all uh, craftsmen and women, more men, much more men, is and that's uh, one one circle of eight circles, uh, of six circles, which we had. It's the biggest one. It's, and not all of them have so clear rituals in the beginning. And then, I mean, what, what is really somehow linking us since 13, 30 years, we have this communal kitchen. Uh, we have a certain way to organize it. We eat, we can eat together, everybody, every day, three meals a day from from breakfast to to lunch to lunch and supper and part of this kitchen cooking is done by a professional team the middle the, the lunch time there is a professional paid professional team who does it we, we pay them and the guests always eat with us if they are guests they eat with us if there are no guests it's just community so and the breakfast and the dishwashing and lunchtime and the cooking for supper and the dishwashing for supper is done by every member of the community. So we have a system where everybody is part of one kitchen group, Kochgruppe. And they meet, normally they meet weekly and organize their shifts. Uh, they have to do certain shifts and they organize who is in the team and who will do it. And we are very, very punctual since decades that at one o'clock in the midday there is lunchtime and at 6.30 there is, uh, yeah, 6.30 there is um, supper time, it's lunch, it's midday, mid, yeah. So that's something that, and there, of course there are different, also we have, haven't certain, we haven't fixed groups. You, 
you join any table where you think, okay, there are friends or there's XY who I want to talk with. They are very carefully not bothering us with too much uh, work things or organize, organizational stuff on, on lunch times. We really carefully ask, may I ask you something regarding the work or the seminar or what? And sometimes you say, no, please, I'm, I, I, I'm in the modus of uh, pause. Sometimes, often, often it's convenient because you meet people. They can commute, or would say, the community I told you, it's about 100 people. And the, for, the, for the cooking, we count about, we, we calculate 50 people who come to lunch. It's about half of it. I could say one third or 30, 20% are always somewhere in the world and traveling or, yeah. So it, it fits also. We don't have any plans. We have to estimate the, the numbers and we have a big, big room for cooling. So if there is any leftovers, we can store them in the cooling and bring them on the table next day. So we don't throw away almost nothing, almost nothing. But it works quite well. So that's, that's one common link, this common meals. And still everybody has the freedom to choose of he or she will go to the communal kitchen, the restaurant, what you saw, or eat in his little community in the flat or with his children or parents, uh, the children uh, in the families. And we can choose that they're free. And there are some people who never eat downstairs at the kitchen restaurant because they don't like so these masses by eating, but I, I like it. I like the um, possibility to meet colleagues and friends. It's often very interesting talks you have quite randomly. They don't know in advance who is there or who not, but it's that's something that makes the community. Then there's one thing that is very, very, uh, since many, I think more than two decades, there's a Wednesday afternoon, there's a communal meeting. It's a Minami, Mittwoch Nachmittag, Wednesday afternoon. The community meets from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. Oh, that's uh, our time. That's why, where I was for one hour. Yes, I'm preferring you to the... I, I'm not always there. I mean, it's, it's about 40 people or 30 to 35 people that meet there also. It's, for, it's quite a lot. I mean, even in that year. And we deal with different topics there, and we try to connect with each other. So that's one of the things that has been established in the communal life, and it is quite a lot in common. That's the course of the week, say Wednesday, Wednesday after. Sometimes we meet as a Sunday morning at 11 o'clock, so we are quite punctual this year. We have many watches here, and we like to be punctual because we don't have to let any people wait. In the course of the year, there are several blocked times for communal coming together. It's in the, in the autumn, it's uh, September, we call it the intense times, intensive time. In September, in December and in January, it's more the winter, winter time when we have, don't have so, as many guests. And then we come together and do things that strong, strengthen the community, that strengthens the bonds of trust and friendship and love between us. And also there, it's not everybody here, nobody is um, 
Yeah, you are expect, expected to participate, but nobody is forced to. So, you said and it works quite. Very good. You said the emphasis is not so much on children, it seems to be more on older people. That changed with the course of the years, I would say. Um, the whole project is found, has been founded in the 90s by people who were somewhere in their 20s or 30s. And from the founder generation like me, well, we grew older and most of us who have children, they are adults. I have, grand I have, even, I have grandchildren that are adults already. So, and that's a problem that we are really dealing or facing. We, are, yeah, we, we start dealing with it, that this um, takeover of next generation doesn't work so well. So it's still too many 60 plus people in the leading and the responsible positions, or at least 50 plus, and not enough people in their 30s who really and we are we are we are tackling that we, we are going to and that's one reason that we have used to have much more many more children and younger families are not as attracted as they has been so they said we have this children's house we had it more than 30 years and it closed no it, it is still in in it's everything is there but we have no stuff anymore because all of the smaller children went to school now and the youngsters they go elsewhere other there is no real need and that is new in the 31 year or 31 year old history of this place in the last year there's no children's house stuff anymore mm. so and it will come again but we have to go for it are the young people here encouraged to leave or do you like them to stay and they are, are you encouraged to leave everybody we really we always force them to leave, but most of them voluntarily do because they have want to have any education, a professional education or such, and we support it strongly. And some come back. We have a certain fraction of young people regularly being here. That's the so-called FEJ or BFD. It's a volunteer service for a year, the gap year. It's people in their early twenties normally. They stay here for a year, maybe a year and a half, and. Formidable, it's about five, six young people, but normally they go. Some some stay, some have some uh, decided to stay, but it's not very many. No, it's designed for a certain period and making experience, often first professional exper experience in professional life, and then going. Yeah. And when they leave, yeah. are they encouraged to use what they have learned here? For sure. I mean, but. Uh, courage. I mean, they, they have to decide if they want to. As a, but I guess they do. I mean, they, they, of course, they have experience here that that are worthful of, of their lives. Of course, in the in the pubertate years, uh, the, the youngster years, there is quite a lot of uh, going away with community and free love things. Also, then it's normal. I would say altogether um, the in the whole picture the relations between the parents and their adult or young youngsters children are very good uh, very very few are the children here home educated 
Do they no. go out to we school? We tried to they go out to school. The German school laws are very, very sharp in this re respect. We tried quite a lot. My former wife was very engaged there to, for home education. In the long run, it didn't work out. We have a free school. We found, I was part of founding a free school here a couple of years ago that is quite ex uh, successful. And most of our kids go there. Good. But it's that's independent from Zach. It's his son's uh, son Zach spirited, but also others. It's, uh, I remember now in yeah. Tamera, I was looking at all the children and yeah. they were all together playing yes. and one adult was yeah. looking after them. Yes. And I think during the day, they were all encouraged to be together and then the parents were doing something different. Yes, it's right. That has been here the case. Uh, it's in, in Tamera was and is, uh, I don't know if it is. I, it's, it's, it was 10 years ago. I was there in 2014. I was last time there. So it's a couple of years ago. There was a lot of more uh, conscious um, emphasis on children, bringing up children, on this children's camp. And they really focused on having this children's group and the parents doing their own thing. That has been here the case in the early years and is not that strong anymore. The bonds between children and parents became stronger here. This idea of child children's republic it came somehow out of date. It's not has been there has not been a conscious uh, decision. There hasn't been as many people as in the beginning years that really went for it. And so, yeah, it's a, the children's house was for children for the afternoon, or we had a kindergarten here as, as well for the smaller ones, with the professional staff. Not everybody is a, a trained professional, but still. Uh, I think in the time we have, I have yeah. too many questions. Yeah. So, uh, can I ask yeah. you lastly? Yes, you can ask. We have to, well, 10 minutes left. Mm. Yeah. Um, do you have any message for people listening? Something that I haven't asked you already that you I think I is important? Ask, is it the interview that uh, is broadcast somehow? Or, it's yeah? a podcast, it's and a also podcast. Okay. I take so some my, of. My bad English. <laughs> no, your English is yeah. very good. Okay, so but I will use some of the text yeah. from okay. it in the magazine. Yeah, yeah. okay. But is there any message you have for people listening that you think is really important to consider and to mm. think about, to do with here or to generally in life? <laughs> generally, no. I, I just can say what, what pops up first is don't waste, waste your life in, in not worthwhile things. I mean, there's so much, this all this, this uh, consuming stuff and all this internet social media things which is I think there is so much rubbish with people which which people are attracted to and I would say really go for what you want more deeply inside search for your real values and go for them and not just theoretically but bring them into practice bringing into practice what you want to have you in your life I mean this old saying in German it's um, Lebe so wie wenn du stirbst, du wünschen wirst gelebt zu haben. It's true. It's live as you, if you die, will like to have lived. And that's strong. I mean, it's really it's a reminder always. You you can life is short. I mean, it's maybe it's eighty years or even more. Maybe it's shorter. And could you give an example about how young people could do this if they don't understand? 
yeah, really, uh, it, it takes it takes some meditation. It takes some con consciously looking inside. What is it? What I really go for? And then decide to do that. There are many obstacles. There are there are many, many. Um, it's much more easy to just go with the masses and go and spoiling your life somehow. And if it is not community, if it is sailing, or if it was mountain climbing, or if it it is bringing up your children with the biggest love you ha can have, then then it is that. Or or watering the trees or whatever, but um, go for it and do it. And that's what we are trying to do here. <laughs>